Okay, welcome back to Chavis HaTalmidim. In the version that we have for the Olam, it's in page Pei Gimel. That's where we're up to. We're up to the 10th parak. We got up to the 10th parak last year over the winter's man, and we took a little break for the summer. And it's nice to be back, to spend 15 minutes together at night to learn with the Talmidim. And we all are Talmidim. So, we're going to get right into it. As we saw, the Chavis HaTalmidim, when he speaks to the Talmidim, he speaks to them in a very clear way and tries to explain everything in a way that is very easy to understand. And we're trying to make that even clearer by elaborating and adding some added beer into the words of the Chavis HaTalmidim. So the 10th parak, the, the name of the parak is This is a life struggle. This is what the Sefer wants to teach us in a very real way, and that is to take the bad midas that we have and turn them into lights. The world needs to have your light shine. You were given light, and you have to help the world shine. So how do we change bad midas into the beautiful light that you can produce? So let's start. Harbe Pa'amim, many times, Roya Ishtiroi. A person notices contradictions. A person lives his life and he notices contradictions. Rak, the only reason why he sometimes notices these contradictions, because he doesn't look deep, he doesn't go into it very, very well. So when he looks at it, he sees on a very elementary level it seems to be a contradiction. But if a person would take the time, to think about it a little bit harder, he'll notice it's not a contradiction. Rather, he looks at the outer garments, he looks at, he looks at the outer clothing, and therefore he can't get a full understanding of what's going on. But if he would dig deeper, and to try to get to the soul of the matter, he tries to get to the core of what that is, he'll notice that there is no contradiction. And kasha of terrors. And it wasn't like there was a contradiction, and we forever it. There was no kasha, there was no terrors. If you understand things properly, you'll realize everything is very simple. Hakoil in yosha. Everything is a very smooth, straight concept. Rakshim mistaiv laharbidrochim. It just branches out into many different directions. So you look at it and you see a bunch of different things. Let's give an example a tree. All right, what is a tree? The tree is the roots that it makes into the ground. That is what the tree is. The way you see it produced is up above the ground and branches and fruit. But you'll look at a tree, you go to the bottom of the tree, you'll see one branch ended up this way and one branch ended up that way. So it seems to zero. The answer is it isn't. It all leads to one place, producing an apple, producing a peach, a plum, but it seemingly looks contradictory. Until you get to understanding the core of what it is, and then everything makes a lot of sense. V'gamato, and even now, lihiyoshe betach, it's, it's obvious, it's clear, meskasha ata bedverenu lemer. Chavisatamidim says, Piyasetzin says to us, it's clear that if you've been following the Sefer up until Perik Yud, which we did last winter, you definitely have questions on what I'm saying. You definitely have, halaystiris raya, ani. You're thinking to yourself, I find contradictions with this. Some things that you said to me, and some other things that you said to me, seem to not work. Mitchila, for example, and this is a good review of what we learned up until now, it's a perfect, it was the perfect place to stop, because he's going to show that some of the things that he himself taught us seem 
at least superficially, like a contradiction. You started out guaranteeing to me that I'm going to be able to become a true God in Yisrael. That's how the Sefer started. Where the, the PSS told us that if you follow what I'm about to tell you, you will become a Gadol. Now we described then that a Gadol doesn't mean necessarily what the world uses as the terminology of a Gadol. But a true Gadol, somebody that really becomes a great person. And you told me that even true if I'm not going to necessarily feel it in me, Godlius, any greatness, or I don't have any dispositions, I don't have any things that necessarily I would imagine would make me great. I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, me? Great? But you told me, you convinced me, that I am great and I will become great. Because within me is hidden an unbelievable treasure. That's what you convinced me. And I was convinced. But avoid this goofy, this gala. If I work hard, I could expose that true me. And if I work really hard, I'll be able to become elevated. And the true me will shine out. You convinced me. Fine, I got it. And then, you tell me that I have some horrible midas in me. And you start teaching me how to change and how to become better. Now, I have to be honest with you. I honestly don't feel what you're saying about me. Says the Chavis You might be thinking. I, I don't know. I mean, it sounds great, but I, I don't really feel it. I don't really see it like that. You know what I do feel? I do feel that I have some problems. That I feel. You want to talk about my feelings? My feelings are that you're telling me I can become great. But you want to know what I really feel? I, I hear what you're saying. I, I believe you. But you want to know what I feel? I feel like I have a laziness that holds me back. I have an anger issue that holds me back. I have whatever it is that, has, that you're holding, holding you back. Family members, friends, whatever it is that's holding you back from becoming who you are. So one minute. If I, in who I really am, is great and is special, then, then how do I, who I feel I really am, also have these major issues? They seem that this is naturally who I am. It seems to me I'm naturally na- lazy. And you're telling me that naturally I'm a gadol. I just have to expose that. If I'm such, if I'm such a source of kedusha, so how do I feel the opposite? Explain that to me. Sounds like a contradiction, no? Nobody wants to be honest, especially in public. But I'm willing to be honest. I'm willing to. I think the question is a good question. He better have a good answer. Because I, I believed him when I learned at the beginning of Perak Aleph how amazing I could become. I just exposed myself. But then, Perak after Perak, he was telling me about all my issues. And every single one, he was, I felt like he was talking literally about me, Barabim, which was a little uncomfortable. But he was exposing me to the island, to the world, right? So, woman, if I am really good, then why do I really have these issues? Huh? It seems like a fair question. Nobody else is bothered by this question. Nobody else has this theory in their life? Nobody else feels like this? Anybody? Anybody? Yeah, I think, I think so. I think these are valid questions. So the answer better be good. Otherwise, I'm saying we'd have to drop the safer and find a new safer. I'm sorry, because he asked such a good question on his whole safer, he better have a good answer. So I'm here to tell you, we're not going to drop the safer. He has a very good answer. 
Though, I'm going to be very honest with you, you have to be willing to absorb what he says. You might put up defenses around you and not be ready to absorb it. So if you're not ready to, if you're going to feel like what he's saying is not going to resonate with you, and it's going to take a couple of days to go through what he's saying. If you feel like it doesn't resonate with you, you should know that either you have a very big fence around you, a wall that you put up, whatever your issues are, or the Savior doesn't talk to you. It's one of the two. And I, I'm venturing to say it's the first, not the second. So let's see. Says the Chavis HaTamidim, Uka'amar, and as we just stated, Sirihi. It's definitely a contradiction. Only if you look at it from a superficial, superficial look. From a distance, you look at it, it seems a contradiction. Am I good? Or am I full of midos mushchosos? I don't know. It seems to be a contradiction to me. But we're not allowed to stay at that point. We can't stay at a superficial level with the outer garment and never get to the core of who we are or what we are. And we shouldn't reach al tachlu seinu bezelavad. We have to, we have to, understand, we have to understand ourselves. This is a self, uh, you know, actualization, finding out who we are. So we have to know who are we? Are we, are we the lazy person that doesn't want to take the test? Are we the angry person that loses his temper, or are we really a guddle? Just we have to just uncover it. Who are we really? Key. The Indian tikkun amidos hashadibarnu adata. When it comes to Tikkun Amidus, which we've spoken about, Perak Aleph, Beis, Gimel, Dalet, Hei, Vav, Zayin, Ches, and Tes. When we speak about those things, Ashadibano Adato, Rak Eichle His Apik, Mehen, we discussed how to control yourself from it, Ve'eichle Kavshon, and how to extinguish them, V'lo Yashchiz Behenne Ish Es Atmoi, that a person shouldn't ruin himself, V'lo Yazulotai, and he shouldn't ruin others either. We've been discussing how do you control the, the thoughts, the feelings, the emotions. That doesn't help you become who you need to become. When you learn how to control it, when you learn how to put it down, not to hurt anybody, it doesn't make you necessarily a better person. You didn't become a better person. You acted. If you don't actually work, to take those midas, those bad midas that you have, and flip them over to turn them into a light, and to a flame of fire, to be able to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu with, with your kaf, with your atlas, with your gaiva, with your taiva. If you don't learn how to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu with the bad midas, and to also make from with everything that's within us, Am Kadosh, into something holy. We need to become these special people that Hashem already told us initially that we can become. That means, we're, just, we're starting the words now. That means, if you think that what's holding you back from becoming great is because you have a jealousy issue. Let's go with jealousy for now. If you think that that's what's holding you back, you're jealous of a classmate, of a sibling, of whatever it is, right? That's what's holding you back. If I wouldn't have that jealousy, I'd be able to grow. So we've been discussing ways how to conquer that jealousy. Conquer that jealousy just means to squash it. That's what it means. So you have the jealousy, you squash it. We never taught you yet, and we never exposed you yet, on how to take that jealousy, because you were born with that nature. How are you going to make jealousy a tool to become the best version of yourself? 
not just to squash it. Because it's not, that's not a tachos, as we'll see. To squash it just means I'm putting it away. But if Hashem gave that to you, it's because you need that for your avoid Hashem. You need to learn how to take that jealousy and turn it into kinasa from Tarbachachma. You need to turn it into, oh my gosh, I also want to move to Eretz row. Or, oh my gosh, I also want to get 100 on the test. Jealousy is not necessarily a bad thing. It's holding you back now. Because you didn't identify yet how you could use that in a good way. But it's time to start figuring out the next step of your Avedis Hashem and how to use that in a good way. I'll give you an example. There are certain people that are good people. Right? And there are certain people that are seemingly, not seemingly, again, just seems, just theory, not good people. Unfortunately, many times what happens is you see that a person, maybe when he was a kid, he had terrible temper. Terrible temper. An anger issue. And they talk to the therapists and they talk, talk to their rabbeim. And you see, you see, it happens. But children are born with that nature. 100%. And then you notice over the years he's become much more calm. Right? And you think maybe it's the pills he's on. Or maybe it's the therapy he goes to. Or maybe he just worked on his midas. And then, if you could watch a video of his life, when you notice when he's like 70 years old, the anger issue starts coming back. He starts losing it at this son-in-law for this, not giving his great-grandfather's name by a bris. And he loses it at that guy in shul for turning on the air conditioner to 72 instead of to 73. You start noticing that the anger issue is coming back. What happened? He stopped taking his pills? No. But that's what he conquered it. Unfortunately, what happens is many times, we learn how to act. We become actors. We see what people around us want to see from us. And we say, you know what? I don't want to be like a weirdo, so I'm just going to... I realize this is not okay, so I start acting. person becomes 65, 70, 75, whatever it is, and they stop acting. They're done with acting, whether they don't have the energy anymore or because they're like, they don't see the point in it. Whatever it is, and they stop acting, and the real them comes out. Revel Yashiv... I'm sure was born with bad meters. I have no doubt. Because everybody is. Leva Adam Raman Ura. But Rabbi Yashiv at 95 years old was as sweet and sh- as sugar as he was probably at 25 years old. Because Rabbi Yashiv didn't just learn to control it. He turned that into himself. Therefore, when he was 95, he didn't have to act anymore because that's really who he was. You hear what I'm saying? So you can take whatever issues you have, and that's what we're going to start talking about over the next couple of nights. You can take whatever issues you have and allow them to bring you down. You could. If you want to be even bigger than that, you can allow those issues to not bring you down. You learn how to persevere. I have this issue, but I still can do whatever I need to do. That's great. Round of applause. But you didn't take that thing that's holding you back and turn it into your strength. Turn it into the person that you need to be. You were given that for a reason. And the Chavis HaTamidim throughout the Sefer pushes this point so much that there's no such thing as a bad meter. There is no such thing as a bad meter. He pushes this point over and over again. He discussed the Mishal Shudas last year, so on and so forth. It's just how you use that meter. Now, you might tell me the Ramam says you have to stay away from Gaiva to the extreme and from Kas to the extreme. Fine, we can talk about certain individual meters. We can talk about that. But in general, for you to become that Godel that you can become and that you, you have it in you, is that you stop acting. Stop squashing it. But turning it into something special. As Hashem will continue on this tomorrow night. We'll continue.
please put a tissue on the page so whoever takes the safer from you next time will have a place to go up to and we'll continue.